Am I hearing myself? Yeah, yeah, that's good. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Yeah, hey you. Yeah, yeah you, I'm talking to you. Yeah. Yeah, get your get your hands off your genitals. Your, mo your mother didn't raise you that way. Go on. Okay, yeah, there's other people in the room. No need to be doing that. Your mother raised you better than this. What is it, you don't have a father or something? Huh? Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. <clears throat> well, this is episode 2.0 of Max Talks. If you're unfamiliar with Max Talks, it's when I have failed to allocate a podcast group. So it's just me, and that's fine. I haven't uploaded for a week. I... I I missed today. There's some stuff that was going on with some, some personal stuff. So <clears throat> I just didn't quite have the time to record something. But hopefully I'll have a full episode next week. So this is 35 and a half, I believe. Because next one, no, 23 and a half. Because next one's 24. I believe. Let me look it up. Uh, podcast. Yeah, last one was 23. That was the one with Gary and Lenny. Or Alex. So this one is 23 and a half. Because I want to save a good one for 24. Because that's the whole... The whole day thing. So... To circle back around. The whole idea behind Max Talks is... I pretty much... Just have an unfiltered... 30 minute block. To where I pretty much just say... Whatever the hell I want. And no one can stop me, because I'm the only one here. So going back to fatherless people, horror rap, that's that's what's on my mind right now. I, we're, we're, I, I am currently employed at, there's a bar right next to it, and it, it got me on this topic. Because I was thinking, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I got to get some recorded for tonight. I left kind of late. There was some, uh, there was some stuff I went on, so I, le I left later than I'm significantly later than I normally do. And while I was walking to my truck at the bar, they have a speaker outside that plays music outside because they have a they have a cute little patio out there. And on the speaker, there is some horror rap playing. And if you don't know what I mean by horror rap, just imagine a bunch of fatherless daughters who don't have a strong father figure in their life and just tell them because of their genitals and they're important is about the best description I can give of this. It's a pretty rough description, but that's about the best one I can give, which I'm sure everyone knows what horror rap is. Um, yeah, it's it's awful. Why why would anyone ever choose actively choose to listen to it? Because I I've heard very very little. And on the way home, I was like, well, you know, I'm, I'm going to put some on just to kind of see. I had to turn it. I got 30 seconds into one song. I think, uh, what was the song name? 
It was just on some. Pla- I I I just went to like the third playlist I saw on Spotify. I typed in horror rap, and it was a a pussy talk. That that that's what it was. Why? Why was this a a choice? To, to why did people make this? That's all I want to know. It's horrible. It's awful. It probably violates something. I, I don't know what, but I'm sure it does. I... I just... I just don't know. I don't know. Let me see. Let me see if... I have anything on my on my topic slips. No, it's the same stuff from last time. Um... Uh, let's see here. Uh, oh, okay. So in the place we record at, I have a bold and brash painting that Samantha, my sister, painted for me. And that that reminds me. Let's 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 talk about SpongeBob for a minute. First season through third season, phenomenal, fantastic. And I think I think it was the third season. It was the third season and the fourth season to where they got their computer animation stuff. But I know the first and second season for a fact are all hand done, which is very impressive to hand do a cartoon. And I guess you can even go out and you can buy frames from those episodes. Because there's a finite number, so you can go to like Nickelodeon.com and spend outrageous amounts of money for these, for these just still frames. Uh, which I, I'm sure I think there's a there's a specific word for. I, I'm not familiar with the specific nomenclature, but I do know there's a specific. I know I'm, I want to say it's called something more than just a frame, but I'm not sure what exactly it is. I don't know. Maybe it'll come to me. I, I don't know. But I do know it's called something else. Um, yes, where was I? So the frames, yeah, you can go buy them. But the first through third season, it's phenomenal. Fourth season, okay. But then I feel like there's a a vast there there's something that went wrong in the quality control department because past like the fifth season thing, I mean it's it's good. It's not. It's it's just not great. Like the first through third season is, and some of the fourth probably. I'd argue, like I'd have to go back and and watch. It's been a while since I've actually went back and watched through all of them. But then they created the new one, I believe, called the Patrick 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 Star Show is what it's called, and. From what people can say, it's it's awful. It's horrible. Steven Hilbert, I believe, that's the gentleman who created the cartoon. He specifically said, I believe, like I said, maybe I'm talking about my ass, but I'm pretty sure this is accurate. He specifically said, I do not want any spinoff shows. And Nick Loading was like, you know what? You're the creator. You got it, man. We're not going to do that. And then the man croaks, unfortunately, and the first fucking thing they do is create a spinoff show 
and some more movies because I'm pretty sure he was just done with it and he was just like I don't want any more and their Nickelodeon was like yeah you know because they had the SpongeBob SquarePants movie the first one that one is a is a masterpiece by itself may I add I mean what's there not to love it's quotable it's funny it's got David Hasselhoff in it it's it checks all the boxes for a good movie and so that was phenomenal and then, like I said, they made some more episodes after that, but they just they just weren't the same. And it's disappointing. It'd be neat to see if all if all the episodes were to the quality that the first ones were. It'd be neat to see where where it would have went. But I feel like that's with a lot of things, though, to where people just get burnt out quickly on especially in shows or I, I can't think perfect example uh amc's walking dead walking wa- walking walking phoenix uh walking dead the first season is is really well done especially the first episode the first episode is really really well done and then it's still good. Don't, don't get me wrong. The first season is really, really good, and then and then they get to the farm, and then it's just awful. I, I don't know who green AMC obviously greenlit it, but the farm just everything from on the farm it's it's slow. There's not a whole whole lot of story developed. That the one guy dies. I, I can't even think of his damn name. Uh, the, the the one guy who knocked up the other guy's wife uh I, I don't know i can't think of the characters now he died i mean at at this point the show has been out for I, okay here not not i got to look it up when, when did when did the first episode air that that's a good that's a good question walking or here's the thing we're in the information age so there's no reason not to Not to know anything. Okay, Walking Dead pilot. Waking up from coma. Blah blah blah. Rick Rick Graham Carl. Uh, October thirty first, two thousand and ten, is when it was released. So I think we're well past the. How do I say? Uh, uh, spoil. <laughs> date on this 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 thing went bad like six years ago well the, the episode this episode's so good but the the spoil oh, that's kind of cool that's like the little girl on the i remember that that's kind of neat that's just her just chilling out like in her in the set well she's yeah who knows how old she is now how old is that girl who knows who knows i don't care I'm just, I'd like to check up on the time. We're, we're a third of the way through of Max Talks 2.0. Like I said, I, uh, I really, what, what else do I have to talk about? Because I try to keep it out of, pol- I, I do, truly do try to keep the podcast, for the most part, out of politics. Because the thing is, as soon as you start getting political, you just divide the audience, and that's that's not the why. Why would you do, especially when you're first starting out? Because here's the thing: I don't expect this to go anywhere. 
I, I truly don't. When, especially even when I was going and I was buying all the stuff for, I, I knew for a fact that it's, it's not, it's not going to be a Joe Rogan thing. Okay. I'm not as, I'm not, I'm not as coherent, not coherent. That's not the word I'm looking for, but, uh, um, oh, I, there's a specific word for, uh, I don't know, it goes on like a coherent fluid, and it kind of goes along those lines. Uh, articulate, that's what I'm looking for. I'm not quite as articulate as like Joe Rogan or someone. Uh, and of course, I don't have the uh, kind of experience and credit credibility he has. But at the same time, it's one of those things like, oh, you know, it'd just be a fun little thing. And, you know, more people than I thought would listen to it have actually listened to it. And I have no idea why. Because by no means is it a phenomenal podcast, I'd say, in my opinion. But I, like, it's, I'll listen to it sometimes. Like, it's a pit movie. That's the thing, though, because it's I kind of ruin it. Not why well, I don't ruin it for myself, but I'm on every episode because it's my podcast. And when I'm on every episode, I can't listen to a podcast that I'm on and be like surprised by it because it's I I was there for it. Nothing on this episode, any episode, comes as a shock to me because I was like, oh man, I, I was there. I was there and I recorded it. Which, <sighs> that's fine. I, I know uh, I know Nicholas, he uh, he was thinking about starting one, which I think that'd, that'd be neat. Uh, I'd listen to his and I, I need to get more people back on mine for sure. I definitely listen to Nicholas's if he got one up and going. Which, like I said, I don't, I don't know how far he is into it or how much equipment. Or, I think it's pretty much just in its conception for the most part as of now. But it's still neat and it's one of those things. I, I have a fun time doing this. I enjoy it. I enjoy it. I have a fun time. Sometimes I, uh, the Max Talks, you know, I think people almost not enjoy the Max Talks, but they, I think they hold a special place in everyone's heart. And as those words were coming out of my mouth, I realized that's one of the dumbest things I've ever said in my entire life. I don't, where, where am I going with it? I don't know. It's, it's been a long day. I did a 10-hour day, 10-and-a-half-hour day. It's been long. Which I've done longer days, but 10-hour day is a long day. That's a long day to do just one thing over and over again. That's a substantial amount of time. I did, however, to capitalize on that, I, I made a chicken and cheese quesadilla at a sandwich shop. We have these these wraps, these summer wraps that are done this week. They're uh, they're gonna be out the door this week, and we have with those we have flour wraps, we have shredded cheese, we have some chicken, and then we already have everything. I mean, we've got some avocado already on the line, we got onions already on the line. Like we've already got all the fixings there. And this is, so I've already made, this is the fourth one I've made in my defense. So I, I have a little experience making these now. But they come out really good. 
like shockingly good for like oh, it's, I, I know I know what you're saying. You're like Max. You know it can't be that good. It's just making chicken and cheese quesadilla at a sandwich shop. Well, I'm telling you right now, they come out pretty damn good. Okay, they're they're definitely the talk of the shop when I make them because they don't they don't call me uh, Chef Boyardee for nothing or or at all for that matter. But regardless, they come out good. They're good, and I just, I, I mean, who doesn't like chicken, and who definitely doesn't like cheese? Even even lactose intolerance people <laughs> to, like, like cheese and milk. Uh, they just, they just don't care, and I think, because he's, that's, okay, let, let's circle around to that for a little bit. So, you have people with nut allergies and stuff who pretty much throw a conniption fit if you even show them a picture of a jar of peanut butter which i mean everyone's entitled to their own thing and also i don't i mean may, maybe i'm strange but no i'm not gonna say that um but that's just kind of how it seems like under that context and then you have people who who are lactose intolerant or lactose intolerance, as I say, because I think it's funny. And they just they just don't care. They don't. And I mean, let's even go a, a step down from there. Then I suppose to where people who who are allergic to can I do it? And gluten uh, and they uh they they stay away from gluten very very like oh it'll ruin my body so pretty much you have the nut people who are like it'll kill me if i even see a peanut and then you have the people who are allergic to gluten gluten and they're the people who are like oh you know it'll it'll ruin me if i consume it which, fair enough. And then you have the people who are lactose intolerant. And they don't care. I know so many people who are lactose intolerant who actively just eat milk and cheese. And I'll tell them, I'm like, you know, that's going to hurt going out. And they're just like, I don't care. It's, it's good. I like milk and I like cheese. And that just seems to be the universal theme. And maybe I'm just picking up the wrong perception on the world but that just that just seems seems like how it is what the hell is that there's something going on upstairs what's I, I don't I don't know what that was someone was shuffling something around Two-thirds of the way through of Max Talks. Another 10-minute segment. Gone. Down the drain. That's not down the drain. It's useful time. Useful time taken up by me, your host, Maximus Hassan. Yeah. That's the thing is, well, I know somebody, I can't think who, but they're just like, oh, yeah, you know, you say some pretty raunchy stuff on your podcast. I'm like, occasionally, yeah, sometimes we'll get, we'll get a little raunchy. And they're like, you want your name attached to that? I'm like, yes, yes, I do. Because here's the thing, if you're going to make a statement, that's why I don't like 
online, not online usernames, but if you're gonna like bully someone online, okay, for so okay, let's get into this cyberbullying. <laughs> if if you're being cyberbullied, for one, I think it says something about you, uh, and for two, I don't understand. I, it's that there's there's buttons to block people. There's buttons to un uninstall whatever you're getting bullied on. And there's buttons to just turn off the computer or phone. If that's what it's escalated to. I don't... It's... I, I just don't understand. And maybe because I've never been cyberbullied. So I know somebody somewhere is probably thinking to themselves, well, you know, I was cyberbullied, and it was the most traumatic experience of my life, and I bet it was. Who am I to tell you what you found traumatic or non-traumatic? But surely, at some point, it crossed your mind, maybe I should just block these, this, purpose, this person or group of people who are harassing me over the interwebs which I was getting at to something here with the internet but I don't know what I was getting to exactly I I don't know like I said it's been a long day so I'm just I'm exhausted my eyes hurt my back hurts well, what what the hell was I going to say? I was going to talk and say something, but now for the life of me, I don't know what I was going to say. Something about, I know, I know it involved the internet and maybe something about being bullied, bullying. I don't think people are, you see, people just don't get treated how they used to be treated. It used to be, which I'm, I'm very young, but from multiple eyewitness accounts, I, I, I enjoy talking to people who are a little older, and it just seems like the world used to be very cut and dry, which is how God intended. The world should be very cut and dry. It's not, I mean, it's it's a complex place, but it doesn't have to be. And it used, like I said, from at least from what I've gathered, it used to be a very, like, you know, you go up, Let's say you make fun of someone's shoes, you make fun of the wrong guy's shoes, and now you got punched in the face. I mean, that just doesn't happen anymore. People, do, there's not enough faces being punched. If I was going to run a presidential campaign, campaign, it'd be Max 2024, let's punch some faces. Like, you know, it just seems like not enough people are are, are feeling the consequences of a lot, per perfect example. Okay. Check it. I worked at a daycare for close to a year. <laughs> and the amount of times a child, who I was double the size of, mind you, just about looked up like a straight 120 degree angle up at me and said no to me, it was probably incredible and at least for me maybe i was just right i was raised by a little older generation but i'm sorry mom and dad um but i just it never 
at least from my recollection, really crossed my mind to look at someone who could just physically pick me up and throw me through a window, look at them and say, no. If somebody who can pick you up and throw you through a window and who is double your size tells you to do something, you're probably just going to do it. Especially if they're in that position of, not power, but... Like, very obviously, if if you're four years old and anyone over the age of 20 tells you to do something, you're just going to do it. You're, you're, you're just, it's just that, it's that power dynamic. You're, you're four years old. What are you going to do? Okay, you, you don't know anything about anything of four years old. I don't even know if I remember being four, which <laughs> I, I kind of find that funny. I was thinking about that the other day. Uh, the aspect of just consciousness. Like, if you think back to er your earliest memory, if you think back to it, it's one of those things to where, at least for me, you know, there was no, there's no real memory of, of anything happening. It was pretty much just... I woke up one day and I was four years old standing in the kitchen. And 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 that was that that was pretty much it. Uh so I just <laughs> I always found that kind of humor especially now that I've been thinking about it a little more, a little humorous. That you don't actually start formulating me. I'm sure there's a scientific reason for that. Um but you don't actually start developing at least long-term memory. Because I can also think, because it, it's got to be something traumatic as well. I know, I know I've remembered quite a few traumatic things. And to, and to share a personal story, I, I, have, I have a memory, a very young memory. That, that, was, that was quite traumatic. So let me paint a picture to you. It's 2000-whatever, and Baby Max is 100% potty trained, may I add. I'm, I gotta, I gotta go to the bathroom. I have to use the facilities. So, I run to the bathroom, and I'm just... I'm just tall enough to where when I stand on my toes, I can get my pecker over the bowl of the toilet. And I, I remember this very vividly. I, I, I very vividly remember this. I, 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 Took the seat, so there's the toilet seat. So I was, I was pretty small. I can't even think how tall I was, but obviously very small. Got the toilet seat put up, and what should I say? I thought I got the toilet seat all the way put up, but evidently I did not. So it was probably just teetering there, like straight up, like at a 90 degree angle, because most toilet seats, you know, when you put them all the way back, they go back just a hair bit more than 90 degrees, prevent them from, you know, falling forward. That didn't perceive to me. So I stick my Weezer over the bowl there. And then I start doing my business. And then the toilet seat <laughs> decides to, to, to start uh, <laughs> creeping down. And it, it 
unfortunately did slam on my nether regions so which wasn't awesome and i probably cried i can't remember exactly if i cried but i i do very vividly remember running in there i think i really had to go i must have getting the seat put up starting to go wham like it was it came down hard like it was a heavy toilet seat we had like it, it came down hard um so I'm sure there were some tears. Maybe there wasn't, but it's definitely the earliest traumatic memory. I like I like I said I I do have a memory of me standing like in a kitchen at four, or who knows how old I was. But I also have that memory. Like it, they seem to sit very close to each other on the timeline of very early memories. And it's a tough thing to think about, like, oh, earliest memories. Because you, you remember, to an extent, to an extent you remember stuff, but not, not quite, not quite all of it. Not, you don't, you don't remember the details. You just remember the locations and sometimes the people. Because now I'm thinking back, like, the mind is a funny thing, because now I'm thinking back to, like, 4th of July. That's why I'm like, not too terribly far. I'm thinking back to it, like, a you know, an important day, obviously. And then I, I, I'm thinking, and I, it's just nothing, like, I'm, I'm getting, like, I remember what I was doing. I just don't remember the details. I just remember the place and the people. The places and the people and some of the actions, but not all of it. But let's say we jump one year forward. And a lot of that goes away. Like I, I, I from la not last 4th, not 2021 4th of July. It was 2021? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, it is. Well, now I'm going to sound like a dumbass if I don't know. Yeah. Um, not... 2021 4th of July, but 2020 4th of July. I remember, like I said, I only remember like one thing vividly. Like it's it's kind of it's a very much a blurb. I just, I just remember throwing firecrackers off a off a bridge is all I remember. And then there was there was me. Well, I'm just about out of time. But I, I'll finish the story. It was me. It was Kyle. It was Clayton. And I think it was the three of us. And we were down. We were down in a park. And at this park, there was a. I'm gonna say bridge, for lack of a better term. But basically, it was just just some like water, maybe some drainage pipe, something. It was, it was something that went over this a creek. And there was a pretty much a flat bridge kind of thing on it. So, but it was something that you very obviously weren't supposed to walk on, but we walked on anyways. And I remember, like I said, us throwing firecrackers in the creek. And then there was a a boy who who walked up and he approached us and he was like, "What what what are you guys doing?" And we're like, "Oh, we're just throwing firecrackers in the creek." And he goes, "Oh, that's that looks kind of fun." And we're like, "Do you want to throw a firecracker in the creek?" He goes. Would you mind? We're like, no, no, you can, you can throw all you want. Like, we got like 10,000 firecrackers here. Like, it's not, 
no one's up <laughs> no one's gonna be upset about this dude he's like oh okay so well he was cool i can't even think of his name now and he was uh like i said he was like in middle school probably but he group approached a group of like high school aged boys which I never did in middle school. I, I would never have the courage to walk up to a group of high school aged boys and be like, can I shoot off some of your fireworks? And I think we even tried to give them a whole bunch of fireworks, but we wouldn't take any of them. Because, you know, if I was in middle school, I'd definitely want a whole bunch of high school boys to give me a whole bunch of, of fireworks they bought. But that's just me personally. But anyways, we're just about out of time. This one felt like it went a little faster than than it should have. I don't know why. I feel like there's something special with a Max Talks, but this is Max Talks episode two. So it's episode 23 and a half of the Always Hard podcast, but episode two of Max Talks. So it's Max Talks 2.0 on episode 23.5 and a half of the Always Hard podcast. So. This is Max. I'm done with this one. 33 minutes, 16, 17 seconds. That's it. That's the show. Oh, that didn't seem very loud. Should I play it louder? I can play, like, I can blast eardrums out. Oh my god!